friend. Hello, friends. What a week to be alive, RB. The best week of the year. It's better than Christmas. Um, it's better than it's the best week. It's the best week in the world. I'm very excited. Um, no, it's it's hard to ignore. You know all of the buzz as you can possibly imagine. I know uh, what your I got to start because I'm, I'm I'm only saying this because I'm wearing my one of my one of my t-shirts is uh, what's your favorite piece of master swag, Mike? I'm sure you got some stuff, right? Oh yeah, um, man. I mean, when I was there, obviously I'm a, I'm a I collect flags. So anytime I go to a really cool golf course, I generally get a pin flag and I have a 2019 Masters pin flag. Those are always um, pretty classic. Um, I've got a couple white caps. And I'll be honest with you, the cups that come with the beer or the unsweet tea or the sports drink for $1.50 are the coolest memorabilia you can get for $1.50. To be fair, I spent a lot of money in the gift shop when I was there. Maybe too much <laughs> too much money. I bought, I think I bought my dog a collar. Um, <laughs> I was buying shirts for everyone. Um, I bought a dozen balls that had the Masters logo on it. Um but the goal is to one day buy something with the Augusta National uh, logo on it, not just the Masters logo. That's the I think that's the big goal, right? That's the that's the big big one. We try and uh, we, what do we say? What's uh, what's the word? Uh, we man we manifest that. We try and manifest it every morning. I, t- I said to myself, if Tiger, <clears throat> I've said this before, if Tiger wins this year's major, if he wins the Masters this year, I will get his logo tattooed on my body. Very small, <laughs> but I'll get it tattooed on my body. And if I ever play Augusta National, I will get the Augusta National logo tattooed somewhere very small on my body. <laughs> the only two tattoos I want. I won't. I won't ever like make the commitment to like get something tattooed on my body. Unlike uh, you know, not to throw this right to the F one talk, but like uh, the McLaren boss who got the the track. I think it was was it Monza when Ricardo won, and then they he I think had to it get was. The, and I think uh, I think Gunther didn't Gunther have to get one too? I thought I don't know. I remember. remember someone did, but either way, no, it was Cecil from or Cecil, whatever from uh, yeah, Renault yeah. at the time. Yeah, there we go. Uh, but uh, you know, it is it is Masters Week. You know, we kicked it off with a little, little chit chat there, but uh, there's a lot going on uh, when it comes to the the tournament itself. There's some cool gear stuff kicking around as far as like limited edition stuff. There's always lots of fun products that have you know come out from a lot of different companies, whether they are official collabs or not. They do are they're often green and white or in the case of Adidas, Waffle House, which I thought was really cool. Mike, did you get a chance to see those today? Believe it or not, RB, I saw them two and a half weeks ago. Um, you tell me. We didn't. I couldn't. We, we were sworn to secrecy. But Dean, uh, when we were down in New York at Club Champion a couple weeks ago, we actually fit the guy who owns the company that does all these collabs. They did the Happy Gilmore 25-year anniversary one, which all him and his buddies, when they came into the studio, were wearing some chub stuff that was probably the coolest gear I've ever seen. Um, he told us about the waffle house. He showed us some photos. There's some really cool major stuff that they're doing. They do a lot of stuff with Nike. Um, and they did this one with Adidas. But, uh, when I saw it this morning, I just, I shared it with, with Dean and, and just said, well, it finally released, but, uh, I, I think Dean's actually getting a pair uh, sent to him. So they're, they're pretty cool. I, I, I eyes on this morning. I'm a big fan of uh, just waffles in general. And I thought uh, the way they did it was really cool. I think, you know, when it comes to those kind of things, it's, it really does come down to like the tiny little details, which I always find is, is like fascinating. When it comes to those like little, um, little combo release, whatever you want to call them collabs 
right? Um, which I always think is really interesting. Um, and another one too, speaking of shoes, the big story this week has, uh, when it comes to Tiger is he's teeing it up and, you know, if, if you're not aware, which you'd be living under a rock and somehow you found this podcast this evening or this afternoon or wherever you're having to be listening to it, uh, Tiger Woods is a Nike athlete. He's been a Nike athlete for a very long time. And it was originally spotted by, I believe it was Jonathan Wall from golf.com, who is uh, notoriously on the Tiger track anytime he's out there playing. He was also the first one to write about the, the Milwaukee pen at one point, which mm-hmm. I thought was kind of funny, which I know got a lot of people talking about. I own a few of those. Golf ball. What's that? Yeah, I, I own a few of those. Do you? Yes. He's, I have he's one. Uh, I have one in the build shop. So <clears throat> anytime. <clears throat> Sorry. I have a few of those. Anytime I'm, uh, I've got one in the build shop. I got one in my golf bag. I've got one in the car. Um, so if, if I've built your clubs, they have been marked with the Inkzall Milwaukee black and red Sharpie. I, uh, as soon as I saw that I went out to actually, I was in Buffalo when I saw the, the article and we don't sell them at our home depots here. So I bought like six of them. I think I gave them to a couple of buddies. Now, now, you know, what we are getting to is the fact that Tiger Woods was spotted wearing foot joy shoes yesterday and then, or sorry, I should say he was spotted there on Sunday wearing mm-hmm. these. Uh, and then Monday, uh, if you know, whenever you happen to be listening to this, he was also spotted wearing white ones. So it wasn't, uh, you know, there's a lot of joking going around. Oh, he forgot his shoes and he borrowed somebody's shoes or whatever. But if you look at Nike's, the way they've done a lot of their shoes recently, they've gone very athletic. And these foot joys are, I would say, much more classic looking. They do, I believe they have the 1857 or premieres. Mike, you're a lot more familiar with the, the foot joy. Like yeah, the, are, the premieres, I'm, like, I used to wear the icons quite a bit. And the premieres were kind of the, the, the comeback of, of icon, a little bit different, still not as, in my opinion, not as great as what icons used to be way back. Those heavy metal shank shoes. Um but uh, yeah, I've from what I've read and from some people that I've chatted to, um, and again, this is not you know written in stone. The reason for the change in in shoe is the in the instep or the sole of that shoe is a little bit deeper, which protects the ankle a little bit more. Um, but again, that's um, that's speculations and and industry whispers more than anything. Well, I mean, it makes sense, right? I mean, let's let's not forget 14 months ago, we weren't sure this guy was going to keep his leg. And now, uh, you know, the Monday pictures uh, have recently come out and the him teeing off was insane. Like, yeah, I I think, you know, it's this it is it's so cliche and it's so stupid, but I always find it very funny because it does kind of live in golf's lexicon is Tiger Woods doesn't move the needle. Tiger Woods is the needle, right? So like people are going to say that. And of course, like, you know, he does bring a lot of attention to the sport, uh, but I think it it becomes, it goes beyond him just being a golfer. It goes into the realm of like comebacks that are beyond insane. The fact that he's walking and playing golf is like beyond insane. (laughs) Yeah. I think I saw something this morning. It's 400. They showed a photo of him hitting balls on the range yesterday. And they're like 404 days ago, they showed a picture of the car crash and then they showed picture yesterday of him hitting balls on the range and it's crazy to uh it's crazy to think obviously uh i was actually listening to drew stoltz and gary mccord this evening on my ride home from work and they were you know they were talking about um you know 
the fact that he's, you know, played PNC, his ball speed was pretty quick at PNC. I think we saw it, you know, even kiss 174 ball speed with the driver. I mean, that was that was a few months ago. So now we're looking at April. Weather looks to be okay this week. A little bit of rain here and there, but generally pretty warm. If he can walk the course, I don't know. His his swing looks his swing looks fine. I just I I really do believe, and I I've said this every year that he plays in a major. I really do believe Tiger Woods has a chance this week to win his sixth uh masters and and i said that to someone today and they thought i was a complete idiot but someone said that to me in 2019 and i cleared the bank with that one so um i'm i'm excited for i've never been more i i will tell you this right now and i think i said this maybe to you earlier on i have not watched this much golf coverage this year than i have in the last two days golf channel golf central has been on my tv the little golf central logo has burnt into my screen. Um, I go to sleep watching Golf Central. I wake up watching the Golf Central. Um, I've got the iPad hanging out in the build shop that will be playing Masters coverage all week. Um, I will fake sick one of these days so I can just spend the whole day watching the Masters. It's the best tournament in the world. You start riding the bus, licking handles, just, just exactly. to get a little and- get a little extra dose of COVID. So it, um, you know. It is going to be really exciting to see. Um, you know, I think for me, I think a top 20 is is probably like the the goal. But, you know, when it comes to short game, when it comes to knowing your way around the golf course, I think that uh, it's going to be very interesting to, to watch just the way he works his way around the golf course because you got players like Will Zalatoris, for goodness sake, who's, who's kissing close to 190 ball speed, if not higher, right? Like the little rail of a guy who's picked up a ton of speed. So, no, he's not at the top end anymore, but it doesn't really matter to be completely honest around this golf course. You've got someone like Bernard Longer who, you know, playing with Bryson two years in a row, two, uh, two days in a row, a couple of years ago, beat him both days. Whereas uh, I'm sure if you took that prop bet, you'd probably would probably would have won yourself a lot of money. Not that we are a, a daily sports was, I don't, so you don't even know the acronym. Was it D D yeah. daily fantasy sports, daily sports, fantasy, whatever that is. See, yeah, that's I'm, I'm way out of it. Cause I don't do any of that stuff, but sure. Not to be the betting advice guy here, but you probably would a lot of money. If, uh, if you bet on longer years ago, which of course, hindsight, 2020 might as well just be back to the future and find the sports almanac and go back and build yourself a casino. Like sports almanac. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, okay. Mike, have you seen back to the future three? I have not seen two. back. back to I have not two. seen back to the future. One, two, three uh, retro. I can't but, even, uh, references and, don't even make sense now. Okay. Well, anyway, doctor, okay, so. uh, the doctor gives me the creeps. <laughs> All right. Yeah. We were way off topic already, but uh, it is, I think it's gonna be really exciting to watch this go down. Uh, speaking of tiger uh, you will see, or if you haven't seen it already uh, we did uh, go over tiger's golf ball a couple weeks ago on the channel. So you can find it TXG on YouTube. Uh, and as well as you can find the uh, the Tiger Wedges, which we just reviewed as well. I know uh, there's been a lot of stuff kicking around. We've talked a lot about wedges. I think we talked more about wedges in the last six months than we have almost ever on the channel when it comes to technical information and helping people go through that buying decision when it comes to picking out wedges because it is something that I think a lot of golfers are very confused. I talk to golfers all the time. You and I both do Q&As all the time. People are asking about Brian's. And the nice thing is, 
and I not that, you know we're talking to people who are probably audience members already. So the one thing is I just direct people to that video if they're asking a specific question. But the other part of that is I find that questions have kind of died down a little bit. And I think that's really helped with the education of the people that we talk to, probably people who listen to the show as well. And the tiger grinds are really unique. They're not, they don't really fit anywhere into the, the matrix that is the MG3 line from TaylorMade. And, you know, I think it's something where if you are interested in a way that offers a lot of versatility, plays in a lot of different turf conditions, it's really, I mean, you, you yourself play the 60, right, Mike? I have, I have played the 60 in the past. Yeah. I still, uh, still have it. Um, it's not in the bag currently, but it's, uh, it's one of those wedges. It offers a ton of versatility, has a slight bevel to the front of it, which I love in a, in a wedge. And, you know, if you're going to use, if you're going to use a golf club, that's been, you know, probably in my opinion, designed perfectly for someone, you know, if someone says they want this and they produce it that's pretty damn good. Um, you know, I had the opportunity to do that through the artisan program, whereas, you know, I wanted something and I got it, uh, made to me. So, you know, the tiger wedge that, you know, he's, he's a good player and he's won a lot of majors. So whatever's going to be on that wedge is going to be pretty good. Is it going to work for everyone? No. Um, but I know in that video, Ian loved it. And, uh, I'm pretty sure those wedges are staying in the bag so far this season. I saw them in the bag next to some new irons. Uh, recently I was, uh, mm-hmm. I was in the shop the other day. I was picking up some stuff for, uh, Kind of wrapping up our our uh, our Pinehurst contest winners, uh, little kind of par- last end of their prize, yeah. uh, which was a lot of fun. So uh, I was running around the shop and I saw those sitting in a bag, and I saw them sitting next to some some new irons, which I'm sure we're going to talk about on the channel, which we won't tease. But if you have talked listened to any of the lives, you might know what we're talking about. I am not going to mention it. Don't I'm not going to I'm not going to like uh, open up the cookie jar on that one. But uh, it is. I just think. There's so much to talk about because you've got players that are coming in hot. You've, we've got a brand new number one coming into the Masters. You've got Scotty Scheffler. There is questions about Rom. His like overall, he's played very well. He hasn't played up to his standard, I would say, you know, across the board. But his putting has been very suspect. On the other end of that, you've got Cameron Smith, whose short game is top five. Believe on the PJ Tour as far as strokes gained, he's he's worked his way around Augusta before missing greens. So when you factor all of these things in right now, like there's a lot of players coming in pretty hot, which I think yeah. is really cool. It's disappointing. Um, I believe Hideki is still a game time decision. I don't think we've really seen a lot of him around or any of the coverage. I know uh, I believe it was back was it back or knee? I think it was back. Yeah, I thought it was his neck, but you're right. I think he's. Um... I saw a photo of him uh, kind of hanging out at the range. So he's definitely practicing. Um, but uh, yeah, hopefully he gets to play. Nothing worse than not being able to defend your your title. Yeah. And I, I, I speaking of, and it's, this is another like one of those like fun, weird, silly, interesting like things, right? So uh, last year, the uh, Anwa winner was from Japan. Then Hideki went out and won. And then the year before, same country as well. Uh, this year, I believe uh, it was American. So should we put money down on it? It's going to be an American again. Uh, that would put uh, you know Tiger Woods right in the category. Um, I believe uh, she's from she was from Southern California. So a lot of people were talking Xander Shoffley. I don't know. He's play, I mean he played well in Phoenix. Hit that kind of hooky shot on seventeen into the water there. The over overcooked draw. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of players playing well uh but i just you know it is a crapshoot i think it's one of those things where 
I always find like for yourself, Mike, when you're watching on, on Thursday morning, right? You got it on the TV, you kind of check the leaderboard, whatever it happens to be. There's always like a few old guys that are kind of in there. Someone who's in their first masters who probably has a really good round. And then there's a bunch of other players who are just kind of floating. Right. And I think, you know, you can't, you can never win it on Thursday, but you can certainly lose it. And, you know, if there's one player that I'm very curious to see how this really turns out, uh, missed the cut last week. And that is Rory McIlroy. Mm-hmm. So how can we not have Rory going completely going in under the radar? We've got Jordan Spieth who finished off one of his best uh, strokes gained ball striking rounds uh, last week at the Valero on, on Sunday. It wasn't really like super up in contention, but you know, played really well. Uh, there's just, there's a lot of these like little kind of storylines kicking around. Are you, are you even thinking like Rory's got a chance this week? I know can't count out one of the top players in the world. who's obviously qualified for the event, but you know, I worry. I want to see, like, I want to see him win. I'd love to see him win the career grand slam. Yeah. It's like the Jordan, he's like the Greg Norman or Ernie Els, right? Like how could they not win at Augusta? But like, is it going to happen? It'll eventually happen for sure. Will it be this year? I really don't think Rory has a chance of winning this year. He's he's not playing the best golf uh, that he can play. Um, you know, my, and I'm going to kind of dive into my picks here, but I have obviously Scotty Scheffler up there. I mean, anyone would be crazy not to pick a Texan to win at Augusta. There's been a couple of good Texas boys that have won at Augusta. Um, I I might sound crazy, but I really do think Tiger Woods has a chance if he can if he can make it through the golf course uh, competitively. And so far, I mean, he's his swing looks good, and he's been smiling ear to ear as he's walking the course. I think he played with JT today. My sleeper for this year is Louis Oosthuizen. I would love to see him put on a green jacket. I think it would be one. His swing is unreal. Um, he's been I wouldn't say he's been close, but he's you know Augusta has treated him well. Um, and he had a great run through the majors last year. And again, he hasn't played. I don't think he's played a ton so far this year, but you never know when it comes to Augusta and spring and full bloom, it something just happens for those players. So um, those would kind of be my top three for this week. I think the fun, like the fun thing about Louie, other than the fact that, you know, obviously has played uh, very well here in the past, uh, famously made the albatross on two, Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations to the person who caught the golf ball. I believe they ended up getting some rounds of golf who, uh, out of that, which is very nice after they do- happily donated the golf ball to Augusta National. <laughs> so that was kind of funny. Uh, but he is a member at uh, Golden Ocala in Florida, which I believe also has some replica holes on it, which uh, is uh, a course that hosts uh, an LPGA Tour event as well. So, you know, maybe he's he's flying under the radar this year, but he is, uh, he's got a, you know, Louis got a silky smooth swing. Um, I always think back. I can't remember the podcast episode. I, I don't remember who it was. So I'm, I'm not trying to not give credit here, but I believe it was Jeff Ogilvy who said, uh, talking about Louis Taze, he goes, if you ever watch this guy swing a golf club, you ever wonder how he like misses the shot? Like, how is this guy not number one in the world? And when he is on, you know, this year, the, uh, the, uh, the open championship is back at St. Andrews, which I'm sure we'll definitely be talking about as we get closer to it. But uh, he boat raced the field there and won, I think, by like seven or eight shots, which is unbelievable. So when Louis's on, he's on. And he is, he's, I mean, you know, anyone who's anyone who's qualified for this event, maybe up, maybe beyond some past champions, uh, all have a chance, really, when it yeah. comes down to it, as far as um, who's playing. And I think it's it's gonna be an interesting one. Like 
normally again it's got to be the tiger effect like it, i think it is i think it really does come down to that uh, i think i was very excited for hideki last year I, I remember watching him come out on the saturday after the rain delay and that was probably the best call like hyperbole or whatever whatever you want to call it because it's like recency bias but like i just remember thinking that was like the best golf i'd ever seen like he just came out and just came out firing um like 16 17 18 was like just down the stretch was unbelievable to watch short game was great his pitching was great and i think this year what you've got tiger you've got a lot of different storylines coming in you got a lot of players playing well i think you know jt played well at the players and win uh but i think He's got a really good chance. Guy knows how to control the golf ball. He's kind of under Tiger's wing a little bit. And uh, I think, you know, it's kind of his, not to like, yeah, he would be, he would be my other pick, I think, uh, would be JT. As long as, if he just putts like standard, right? His putting has not been very good this year. Uh, Like in general, I mean, it's been okay, but it has not been, hasn't like really risen above as far as like the average on the PGA Tour. If he just comes out and putts, decent he's going to put himself up there because his ball striking this year has been unbelievable yeah it's been uh it's been impressive i'm i'm like i said it's tough not to root for tiger um i i was uh so the last couple weeks obviously a little bit of travel so other than doing some work on the plane been uh, I got the book, the match uh, a couple of weeks ago and, and cracked that open and haven't read the whole thing yet. Just kind of reading parts at a time. And, and last night I was, I was reading the part about uh, there on. Uh, so the match is about um, Byron Nelson, um, Ken Venturi, Ben Hogan, and I'm pretty sure it's Harvey Ward. Yeah. Um, big money match, um, kind of the best AMs versus the best pros at the time. And uh, it was talking about how through the book on the first three or four holes, they were like, Hogan missed a putt, you know, conceded par. And it just kept saying his legs weren't warmed up enough. Um, obviously, this was after his car accident, stuff like that, and his return back to the game. And, um, you know, and then on the second hole, it was like, Hogan missed a birdie putt, conceded par. His legs still aren't warmed up enough. He lit another cigarette. And then it was like the fourth hole, Hogan missed a, or made a birdie putt. His legs are warmed up. And I like I was reading and I'm like, I mean, there's another guy that's got some legs that need warmed up. So I don't know. Maybe that's like a, that's a sign in the in the sky that this is, uh, you know, Tiger's chance to uh, to warm those legs up and, and win the match. I mean, where else is he going to win? There's no other golf course that he dominates as well as, as Augusta national. And I, they have made it a bit longer and they have, you know, they'll probably make it a bit tougher. I was watching Colin Morikawa's interview uh, this evening and and he was saying, this is his first masters where the ball has actually rolled out. Um, it's been a lot of mud balls, obviously, you know, the 2020 masters, we all looked at the golf course and we're like, you know, why do these, why do they have Bermuda tee boxes and, and stuff like that? They obviously the, the overseeding they do, it didn't look like Augusta, like we see today um, or that I got to see in, in person in 2019. Um, so with a full bloom Augusta running out a little bit, regardless of it rains, they can blow all that water out of the, out of the golf course. I mean, the guy has, the guy has a really, really good chance. I was, uh, what were they saying on average drive? Uh, of Hideki last year was 188 yards. 
And his drive was 180 yards. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. His average. I'm pretty sure it was his well, average. 188 carry. ball speed. No, two eight two eighty was his average carry. Oh, okay, okay. You said 180. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, wait. Yeah, I yeah. Think, I think Sorry. Okay. Yeah, two eighty. No um, and uh, someone reported today that Tiger was carrying it about 290 out, out there. So, like I said, I'm not just trying to sound like a crazy Tiger fan, but Mike, you, you sound like a crazy Tiger. Fan. It's not all about. <laughs> it's not all about the distance, and I don't know. It'll be. If it happens, this will be the this will this will top 2019. I mean, the guy nearly was dead. Um, so it was nuts. Actually, there was a meme out the other day. It was like a truck carrying a casket on the highway, and it was like Tiger heading to Augusta, and the guy opens the coffin, he pops oh, yeah, out of the yeah, coffin. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty funny. That's but good, uh, yeah. it was, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to say it again. Tiger's my pick for this week. Now, now. Speaking of Tiger, let's get let, so we're on the Masters. We're not. We're definitely not going to be going off the Masters. This is like our Masters. We'll call it the Masters preview show. Uh, we'll figure out a title for it later, whatever. But um, no. Speaking of getting ready for the season for us here in Ontario, courses are starting to finally open. We're getting some nice weather. We're getting some windy weather, which is actually you know most people don't like wind, but if you're not playing on the golf course, it doesn't really matter. And the nice thing is it actually dries everything out. Mm-hmm. And uh, as far as golf clubs are concerned. I know a lot of people have seen my fitting video, so are quite familiar with a lot of the stuff that's in my bag already. Uh, I'm excited because one of the things that we did talk about a little while ago, which I actually haven't talked about on the podcast because first time back in a while was I did end up finding something that you liked, which was the mini driver from TaylorMade. So that's going to you know figure its way out into the bag at some point. Uh, but uh, as far as irons is concerned, you know, I've, people are very familiar with, with me, Mike, and you know, we've talked about your irons in the past. You've tested stuff on the channel, but uh, speaking of the man of the hour, we're going to talk about that right now. You just happened to get yourself, you know, we, t- we talked about it. You've teased it a, a number of times, but you finally pulled the trigger. Didn't you? I finally pulled the trigger. It was uh, for the longest time. Well, yeah, since they released, I kept saying to myself, I'm going to buy a set of P7 TWs. Um, I don't know why I've have it's taking me this long. Actually, no one will see this, but you can see this right above me is actually a three iron P7TW with an X100 still in the plastic, no grip on it. Uh, it was just given to me, and I was like, oh, okay, that's great. And you know, I I have a, a friend in my home club that has a set of P7TWs. Unfortunately, they have dynamic gold X7s at a half inch over that I cannot get around my body. Um, but uh, I made the call on Sunday just seeing photos of tiger playing at Augusta kind of got me excited. And I typed an email very fast to our friends at TaylorMade and, and ordered a set. So um, I'm not sure if I'm going to go something crazy with the shafts. I, I, I know I mentioned today I was going to do something custom um, or maybe just build them up with X 100s and BCTs and, uh, and call them a day. So I don't know. I'm excited to excited to get my hands on those heads and um I might just build myself a little trunk slammer tiger set, you know, the tiger wedges, P7TWs, maybe get a little, you know, find one of those old vapor tiger drivers with the old T-dub stamp on it, the 10-5 ones, the bonded ones. Um, I got that old SQ you can have with a V2 in it. There you go. There you go. Uh, Now, I know a lot of people do ask, and and we are very, very lucky to be, uh, have a lot of great partners in in the golf business, but uh I know that you had to break out the wallet for these, Mike. They, Taylor May doesn't line up to give these things out. And uh, so I know that's one of those things where when it comes to 
comes to gear, much like myself with the 300 Taylor may didn't have any in stock. I had to go out and buy one at a used golf store, which is sounds kind of silly, but you know, it's always fun to make the trek when you get to go out and, and do a little bit of hunting as far as used clubs is concerned. Uh, you didn't have to do that, but you definitely, uh, you, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't leave the wallet in the pocket when it came to the Tiger Woods iron, which I thought was pretty no, kind of no. cool. Uh, you know, but speaking of that, you know, like people buying stuff because of Tiger, we actually have not breaking news. It's, this is not breaking news because we already talked about it earlier, but because of the FootJoy shoes, right? You know, we were kind of chatting today because, oh, I wonder how many shoes they sold. And from all reports, <laughs> FootJoy has completely sold out of both the black and the white uh, shoes that he, he was spotted wearing the other day, which, you know, it makes me wonder, like, why would they pay other players? <laughs> no offense to the, the FootJoy guys, but like, it's kind of one of those funny things where you're like, it is insane the influence that he has when it comes to golf. And we've seen it in, in like products all over the place. The interesting thing beyond like the wedges and the irons is there's a lot of some limited edition stuff like the the driver or irons that came out a little. I mean, there was a, I remember there was a, it wasn't the vapor line, but it was like the VR line. I believe that had like the etched TW logo and Tiger Woods in it that came out, I would say like early 2000s. We've seen drivers. But shafts like the DI, I can remember the Graphaloy Epic. If anyone who doesn't remember that golf shaft, it was a it was a graphite shaft, and it had a nano nickel composite over top of it, like this weird like plating. It was a very it had a very cool graphic. It felt very unique. Uh, this the material they used was extremely strong. It was actually I believe there was some NASA development with some way it was made. It was it was actually quite fascinating. He used it for like one practice round, but they still sold like a whack ton of those golf shafts. It's just, it is interesting of the tiger effect. You know, we talked about earlier, like we've tested the golf ball tests very well. It's very unique. Obviously it's tailored to his golf game, but I think it it can suit a lot of players. There's just, there's something about the buzz of tiger. We can't, we literally can't get away from it this week right now, which is hard to believe, but you know, there's other players you've got even, I mean, Bryson, Let's see. He he uh, he hasn't played a lot recently. He was spotted. And I got to get your take on this, Mike. In a, a recent dude, I mean, he has been playing Augusta with with the uh, Vortex Nerf balls with the the Dude Perfect guys. Uh, which, if you haven't seen that video, what I will say, you know, I'm not the audience for this. Like, this is the, I I'm a 35 year old man with like two young kids. I am not the audience for a Dude Perfect video. Uh, you know, I know people who work. With them, Chad Coleman, hashtag Chad on, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, very nice guy. He used to work for Callaway. And uh, he he works with them now. So, you know, you got to factor in, like, we're not the target audience, Mike. But it's still pretty cool to see Augusta National open the doors to these guys to, like, have a little fun out there, right? When you think about 10-year-old kids even, like, playing, like, just watching it, saying, where's this, Dad? And then the weekend come, the weekend comes along and... Next thing you know, it's like, oh, that's the course I saw with the, the guys from Dude Perfect. And you're like, that, to me, grows the game more than a bunch of frat boys throwing beer cans on the 16th at Phoenix, if you know, if you kind of get my drift here, if I'm looking to get completely drive-by. I would I would say the, the Dude Perfect stuff, I have, you know, I have seen some of their stuff uh, early days when they were, you know, still in college and, and doing, but I know they've done well with, you know, their they did like a North American tour and kids love their stuff and they had apps and they've got merch and um, some of their videos are the stereotype videos I think are hilarious. Um, 
believe it or not, I really, you know, although yes, that video is to help grow the game. I really do believe that video was also done to create a new demographic on their channels, videos that you would never watch, or I probably wouldn't watch or, or Ian wouldn't watch. I mean, I watched the whole thing. Now, did I watch it because I love Augusta national as a golf course? I think it's in my opinion, the best golf course out there. Um, I've watched it so I could see what the golf course looked like, give it a more in-depth. I mean, they're hitting, they're throwing foxtails from the left side of 11 on the other side of the pond on 11. It's like, you never see camera footage there. You never see anyone on that side of the pond, you, you know, so to just to see different ways of, Hey, maybe I would hit my ball there. If I played Augusta national, just to see different parts that you wouldn't see, you know, I understand people are like, it's a disgrace. They're throwing nerf balls and using hockey sticks and croquet clubs at Augusta national. But when you watch them putt, they hover their hockey sticks um, the nerf balls are really soft. The whistle ones, the foxtails really soft, the soccer ball soft. It's not making huge dents in the golf course. And it's not, they're not ruining the golf course by any means. Is it going to grow the game? I don't, yes and no. Um, but I think it's helped grow their demographic of, of watching on the channel. And it's, it's legendary. I mean, not just having Bryson in a video, whether you like Bryson or you don't like Bryson, you know, he's a smart dude and he's definitely different. But to do a video at Augusta National, I like I said on Instagram, I, I think they won golf YouTube for the year for sure. I mean, that's that's insane. It was uh, I believe it was Will Knights from Friday Golf. Big, I'm obviously a big fan of like their architecture and their coverage and all that stuff. He kind of had a fun tweet and he's like, you know, within the next 24 hours, this dude perfect video is going to have more views than any of the final round videos on the Masters official YouTube channel. And you think if how many people would go through and, and watch that. Right. And, and we, we've talked so much about them in the past, but it is, it's a huge audience. And I think it's, it's pretty cool one way or the other that they did it. And uh, you know, to get high def cameras out there, just to see the golf course, I always think is, is also pretty fascinating. And uh, I'd like to know when they shot it. Cause uh, of course you're looking prime. Either they got, I mean, I'm sure they have a very, very good, editing team that you know rifled their way through a lot of this stuff and for a lot of people that don't know uh, which I'm sure, again i feel like a pretense to people who are already aware of this, these things because of the, the kind of audience that we're talking to but the season really starts in the fall goes through the winter time and then you know the masters comes in, and then that's kind of it for the, the season for members right because it, it was augusta nationals it's designed to be a national golf club people are coming in during the winter months, during the cold months to play, you know, over that time. And then they go on their way. So, you know, the end of Augusta national season is, is not too far off after the masters. You know, they have a big event goes that goes on. I think that's one of those things where, you know, we always talk about private clubs being stuffy and we make the jokes and all of these different things. But when you, you realize like, they're just like a lot of other clubs, like people, when they go there, they want to have fun you'll never see footage of people going nuts, like at different clubs and member guests and all these things, but people have fun. And I think, you know, even if, if you're old, you have an older demographic, you've got to think about the fact that a lot of these people who could be members there, for example, have grandkids, mm -hmm. right? How many, how many people are like, you know, I was, I think of the kind of the fun thing, fun story from Chris Shaw from Mizuno was uh, you know, Mizuno has recently kind of started reaching out to like more of like a golf influence crowd as far as their, the, their sponsorship or however you want to like create the association with, with different people. And 
which, you know, they've always been lighter on like a tour budget, just it's kind of the way they've operated. Right. And, you know, they've got the, the good, good guys. They got a couple of good Garrett Clark and, a, and a, another guy from the, the good, good team from YouTube. And so he was telling and, and TikTok and Instagram and all these different things. And, you know, Chris was telling a story of, I believe it was one of his nephews was had never asked for a Luke Donald autograph, but he was like, Oh my God, you know, the good, good guys. Can I get an autograph? We're talking about kids like under 10, right? Like that is the thing where we, you know, we sometimes kind of forget that there are different ways to consume media. There are different ways to enjoy the game and, you know, to, to think about what that means for, a lot of kids just watching and saying, where is that place? What is that? You know, I think it, it's, it's pretty cool. Again, like the thing when I first, first saw it, my very first impression was how the hell did they agree to this? And then my second thought was, wow, I hope they play golf after like actual golf and didn't just run around with Nerf balls. And then my third thought was, this is actually pretty cool because I realized that I'm the target audience for it, but you know, my, It'll sit and watch Peppa Pig for three hours. Not that I sit her in front of the television for three hours, but you know, not my thing, but she seems to enjoy it. So um, not that you're there yet, Mike. Well, maybe one day. But uh, you know, this this is like I almost want to, I just want to keep going. We could talk about we could we could talk about Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We could do this whole thing. And I'm I'm excited to do a bit of a wrap-up on this. But uh what did you did you watch any of the Anwa, by the way? No, so if we're talking to Augusta National, we're talking about grow like hashtag grow the game. Did you, did you catch any of that? Did you catch the highlights? Because it was uh, it was an exciting kind of finish, but it was not, I would say, it was, I wouldn't call it Greg Norman-esque, but it was definitely a something I wasn't cheering for down the stretch when it came from uh, came from the, the final groups there. Yeah, I watched um, some highlights uh, Saturday evening. Obviously, we traveled, didn't get to catch it, but um, not to, like, overlook the, the women's amateur I would say this year's drive chip and putt was probably the best drive chip and putt I ever watched. I got home last night at like, I don't know, 115, 1245, 115. And I had recorded drive chip and putt. I watched all two hours of it. Um, between like some of the young, the, the young girl that won the seven to nine division, who's a foster child who was adopted two years ago. And now she's winning at Augusta national to the 14 year old kid with the big, curly hair putting his arm around dj and dj not really expecting it because the kid didn't really think of it he just you know he's so happy to win i don't know drive chip and putt i think uh is the only reason i want kids um is so <laughs> that they can all go to drive chip and putt <laughs> that's a good you're just gonna raise a little 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 farmer golfers out there mike yeah oh my at God. least at least give me like you know, four, so we can go like a bunch of times. And then, yeah, I tried to sign up last year in the 15 division. Um, cause I have a baby face, but, uh, I didn't qualify. Didn't, didn't get a chance to make it. Did you, if you, if you no. pull up in your, if you drive yourself to the drive chip and putt, I'm pretty sure they, they exclude you. <laughs> you show off your driver's license for proof of age. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't work. I, 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 you know what? I, it's so forward thinking to be able to do that on the golf course. The two things that I like don't like, or I really didn't like first off was the kids running around to an aim point. So mm-hmm. freaking annoying. I know that was a big topic a couple of weeks ago with Keegan Bradley, like stumbling around and doing that stuff. Like I understand it and I can understand why you might like practice it, 
not to like go down a, a rabbit hole of aim point now, but like to see the kids, I'm like, this is, oh, this, it drives me up the freaking wall. Like, and again, it's applying technology. It's applying all these different things. So, you know, you can take it what it, for it was, but it, like visually it's awful. Let's be, let's, let's kind of look at it for what it is. That's my opinion. I'm not, I'm not forcing my opinion on you, Mike, but the other part of it is too, can Augusta national just let them wear like normal clothes? Like, no, I understand the reason for like, maybe not wanting to show up and like have a, a mom or dad wear a sponsor from some local car dealership, which they sold for $5,000 because they're going to be on TV and pull a like, Gary player son with those freaking golf balls and the elders up on the first tee, which is just a complete abomination. But just tell them, like, just pick something that's not logo. Like, don't give them the khaki pants. And yeah, and you, know, you know what I was going to say? And and I'm pretty sure a couple companies are starting to do it, but there is a market for good quality junior golf clothes because those kids look like they were wearing triple pleat pants with a baggy shirt, two sizes too big. Well, that's that's because they're mandated to wear that. Like, that's what they're basically yeah. given. It's so bad. Yeah, it is bad. And, and the thing is, it's like at least make the uniforms look a little bit more comfortable. I do like that they have to wear, you know, some Augusta stuff. I, I think it's smart. I mean, it's cool. It's cool memorabilia for the kids too to take home, you know, those shirts. I was watching, um, what was I watching? I was watching like a, a doc on the, it was like a two minute documentary on the, the amateurs and how they stay in the crow's nest and stuff like that. And that Stuart Hagstad um, was in the video and he's wearing like nice pair of khakis, just a nice little quarter zip green with a little Augusta national logo. Um, you know, a nice pair of loafers. I mean, that's my cup of tea. Like sign me up. I'm all for that. Um, I like how even for the amateurs, Augusta requires them to wear an Augusta national hat and Augusta national clothing top, at least. Um, it just keeps it classy. But like, I see. I under, I understand like the uniform. I'm too old school though. That's the problem. When it comes to golf clothes, I'm not dressed like an old man, but I like stuff that's just very like under the radar. Like I'm not a guy to wear like a shirt with dolphins on it. You know what I mean? Oh come on, dolphins! <laughs> are, there's nothing wrong with dolphins, <laughs> flamingos. But uh, yeah, I just I I wish they would just like let them be a little bit more like show a little bit of personality, right? Like you've. Mm-hmm. We've seen it before with kids. I don't think, you know, I just think if they were very clear about like, listen, you guys show up with sponsored shirt, you show up with some stupid logo on your shirt. And like, we're just going to tell you no. And then we're going to give you one of these like oversized pleated uh, peak cotton shirts and this ugly pair of pleated pants. But um, I just, you know, I, I wish they would just kind of like a little bit kind of lean into that a little bit more, but uh, overall, I think it's something that's really cool. Uh, yes. To your point, the, you know, they, it's, it's like the, it's the movie where you go in and you know, you're just going to cry, mm-hmm. you know, as a, maybe not for yourself, Mike, you know, I'm an older man now. So I always, I could cry the drop of hat. I cried to Google commercial when they did that translate thing. And they talked about the the parents who happened to be like hearing impaired and deaf. And I was like, just sitting there watching why I can't remember what it was. And they debuted that commercial. And by the end of it, I'm just like a waterworks, but this is like, going to sound crazy though, because I agree with you on that. And this might be a little off track, but like, Okay, I'm still very young, you know, 27 years old, but it's technically in my world, that's pretty damn old. Um, there's definitely times where you watch things on TV and you definitely get more emotional and it's weird. But I'll tell you, when that girl, one who's in the seven to nine age division, you hear a story about being 
a foster child two years ago and now she's winning at Augusta and she loves golf. And she's like, I want to thank my dad for like taking me and Bubba Watson's there. And I mean, he cries when he's, he cries in his friggin' sleep, but you know, this girl's crying. This guy, Bubba Watts is crying. The dad's crying. The reporter's crying. I'm frigging crying. It's like, this is ridiculous, but it's like, and I shared it on Facebook. I was like, this is an amazing story. And I had like a bunch of, you know, family members that don't really watch golf and they kind of watch the video and they're like, man, this video is amazing. Like that, this is what, this is what golf's all about. And, um, I couldn't tell if I was crying cause it's like a great story or I'm just jealous that she's playing at Augusta national and I'm not. So, I uh, couldn't really figure it out, but I just kept crying anyways. It is. I thought it was, uh, you know, like, and, and Bubba and his wife, like his wife is Canadian, <laughs> which is one of the reasons I know he always comes to the open, but like, they, pardon me, they've talked about, they, they talk about their like struggles with having their, like having children and like, that's why they, they turn to adoption. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, I think, especially Bub, like Bub has been there since the start. He's been, you know, he's, he's always been someone who has showed up and, and worn the jacket and shaking kids' hands and all that stuff. And I think that's really neat. It's always one of those cool things. And uh, it is, it's kind of like this big circle, right? You think of like how that, story ended up to be where it is and you know it wouldn't it wouldn't have gotten to that point if that you know if that person wasn't skilled at the, at the game of golf or didn't take up the game of golf so you know there's it you kind of like you know they're not there because of the story but the story kind of makes it like kind of sucks you in a little bit and i thought that was kind of neat uh so let's let's wrap this up i gotta uh gotta ask you so you've you've kind of made your picture i want you i want you on on the record official pick mike who's gonna win this who who you think is gonna win this week i have a feeling i know your your answer but i'm gonna have to ask anyways so who who is your pick come sunday whether it be a playoff whether it be walking up the 18th hole with a five shot lead who's it gonna be walking up the 18th hole with a one shot lead tiger woods now who's second you got you got someone who's gonna be second uh xander shoffley Oh, Xander. See, yeah, like that's like the dark horse, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good one. Um, I will I will stick with my my Cam Smith. I think he's got a, a great a great game for that. I think he's got a, you know, who wouldn't want to see the Aussie mullet guy put on the green jacket? Although I feel like, you know, they'd make him he'd show up at Butler Calvin and he'd get attacked and have to shave that thing off pretty quick. Uh, but beyond that, when it comes to number two, this is a weird one. He's been playing very well recently. Got a good short game. Picked up some speed over the last couple of years. Good ball striker. Plays well on hard golf courses. Um, I think the last win he had was on the European Tour. He's, I'm trying to think if he's ever actually won on the PGA Tour. Predon- like Always been in the top 50 for the last number of years. Someone who's been a guest on our podcast uh, is Matt Fitzpatrick. You know, I, I do think that he's he's got potential if he, if he, if he plays up to it has been playing very steady and uh, those are my go-to. So I'm going with some young guys here and uh, we'll see what happens. We're going to put any money on this, Mike. Not that we should be announcing our legal gambling intentions here, but uh, maybe we'll, maybe we'll take that offline. I'm in a, I'm in a couple, I'm in a couple pools. And I know I said on the live a couple of weeks ago that I was trying to put a pool together and the one I signed up for, and I actually paid a hundred dollars to get it signed up for a corporate pool uh, stole my money. Um, so yeah, there's, I've got that going for me. Um, so you're already at a hundred bucks. Yeah, I'm out, already out a hundred bucks, but, uh, I'm in a few pools with, uh, with some friends and, um, 
I got a customer who is like head up at like one of the top banks in Canada. And I'm in a pool with like 900 of those at banks employees. It's ridiculous. I think first place wins like a new car, $9,500 or something like that. Like it's insane. It's crazy. They just give um, you credit card points on that. Yeah. Thing. Credit card. Just gives you just, credit card points. Well, I'll just take a one share of this bank. That would be good enough. <laughs> All right, Mike. Uh, so with that, uh, we'd like to say, you know, it's, it's fun to be back. We haven't had the chance to record uh, recently. You know, the one thing that it's, it's very hard to comprehend, uh, you know, I think you could speak a lot better to this, Mike, but I know on, on my end as well with what I do and, and a lot of the, the social and the emails and things that come in, it has been extremely, extremely busy. We are, we always try to make sure that we, we service the people that come in to our shops. And, and with that in mind, that, that comes down to fitting, that comes down to building golf clubs, that comes down to kind of everything that we wanted to do. We know we had, we, not that we had to, but we, we, especially with Tiger, like we knew we wanted to talk so much about this uh, and we're very excited and, you know, we're going to continue to do this, hoping every week, definitely before all the majors, it's going to be a continued thing here. Um, and, you know, we'll have to do a wrap-up show. How can we not, how can we not talk about it and not do a wrap-up show? Well, to, I'll to tell you one who's thing. Who's going to win and talk about who's the money. If Tiger wins on Sunday, we're doing a, a live Instagram and we're doing a podcast for sure if Tiger wins. And we'll have to do a live video at the, tattoo parlor because i'll be getting his logo tattooed on my body well there you go and either way we'll be back uh hopefully uh next week on the live uh on the txt youtube channel we didn't have one this past week the reason was you had a very special guest in for a fitting for some videos as well uh marquez brownlee if you don't know who he is uh well if you're listening to this he's way more popular than us anyways <laughs> uh, but he's he's on youtube he's got like 15 million subscribers on youtube he reviews tech stuff it's it's a lot of fun he was he he's like a, he said he plays like 15 times a year super athletic guy plays professional ultimate frisbee besides uh doing uh, very well on youtube uh tall guy like he's like he's, you know what he's like one of those wiry guys that comes in with just a ton of speed you're yeah. like oh man like swinging a 600 like 100 miles an hour it's like well you played 12 to 15 times a year I try and play maybe 50 times a year and I would just love to have that kind of speed and just be able to harness it at some point. But I'm also, you know, four inches shorter than you. Yeah, so. that's true. I'd rather just take the speed that I'm at and play more golf than more speed and less golf. Uh, you know what, Mike, on that, I, I, I completely, completely agree. And uh, hopefully we'll get to be able to do that soon. So uh, I want to say, Mike, it's been a pleasure. It's always fun Thank to talk, talk masters. 